Hi, I'm Emma Buggy, an artist and teacher of compassionate communication and active listening. I've created this podcast series for you as a way to introduce you to some of the methods that I really hold dear to my heart, and also as a chance to share some of the skills and activities that may help you to invite some more compassion or understanding, honesty and harmony into your lives and into the relationships both with yourself and with the people that you love and spend time with. You can find out more information about my work and compassionate communication, which, by the way, is also known as nonviolent communication or NVC for short, which is an acronym that I will use very regularly in this show. So you can find out more information about NVC via my website at www.empathart.com. Just to let you know, all references that are mentioned in this program will be included in the show notes, and you can also find links there for activity aids, such as the feelings and needs lists, which you can then download and use in the activities that we will do together or when practicing at home. Okay, so I'm super excited for our fifth session now. I have a very good friend of mine, trainer Tracy Seed from the UK. She also works a bit in Greece as well. And Tracy is a certified trainer in NVC. She's also a coach and she's got many years of experience working with nonviolent communication. She was actually trained by Marshall Rosenberg himself. And she uses a lot of dance and movement and embodiment practice in her personal application of NVC. Um, she also has a long history and background of working with human potential and many, many other things, such as being an, L, an N, eh, NLP master. And anything else I've missed out, Tracy, that you'd like to let us know? Um. I guess that I, I'm working with individuals and organisations. Mm. That's, um, yeah, I think quite a bit in organisations at the moment as well mm -hmm. with NBC. More around bringing an empathy culture, building mm. trust, working with leaders, working with people on the front line who are, you know, interacting with customers and teams working together. So helping to build a culture of empathy. And I'm a consultant for Elucity, uh, Marie Miyashiro, who wrote the book, The Empathy Factor. Mm. So we teach mindfulness, empathy and MVC in organisations. Fantastic. I always feel so excited when I speak to you, Tracy, because it's like our conversations can go into so many directions and there's so many things that we can talk about within the world of NVC and every time I learn a little bit more about things that you've done and I'm like oh, thirsty and inspired to learn more mm. and so I'm really happy that I have you here today because we're going to be looking at the subject the very very vast and wonderful subject of feelings emotions Mm. Wow, I know that we were mentioning at the beginning, like this is such a huge world, how to even begin putting it into a 40-minute discussion together. Mm. And, um, Actually, one other thing I wanted to mention as well, yeah. even leading into that, is yes. and it's like how we met, is yes. how much I love running retreats and I'm yes. missing being on the island and yeah. um, what a wonderful um, experience it is to live and teach and develop together and grow together with NBC in a beautiful location like the landscape of Greece. So, yes, yeah. I, I love how we met. I love how we met actually in that wonderful mm. place in the north, well, the center north of Greece and the workshop. In fact, my first ever training was with you, Tracy, in that mm. wonderful workshop together. That was my first ever training in, in NVC and it was such a nourishing experience to learn in that environment where we mm. really get together as a group of people and you took us through that process of, of learning and understanding what empathy means and practicing together and then embodiment and movement and there were so much tears and so much connection and then we got to go to the sea and relax and have time together afterwards. It was like... Yeah, I remember those moments as like a real memory of, 
oh, a place to yeah. come home to. <laughs> I look forward to the time when we can do that again. Yeah, <laughs> Don't you? me too. Yeah, yeah, I miss that. I really yeah. miss that human connection at the moment. <clears throat> and yeah. I actually realised that I suddenly moved into explaining around feelings and I really love to just check in first and see mm. how it is that both of us are feeling in this moment. <laughs> like before we go into talking about what we'll discover in in our podcast today so mm. I'd love to ask you how are you feeling in this moment Tracy mm. I just want to breathe into my body for a moment actually I'm aware of how I've kind of got a smile on my face and I feel really open and warm and yeah a lot of joy at being with you yeah it's really really pleased to be doing this with you and I kind of mentioned even before I don't do many public things really around podcasting or videoing because um, I'm much more of a kind of <laughs> trainer who likes to work with people you know in in our own location and 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 not be as even though I look quite visual on the internet so and yet um I'm noticing yeah why is that because sometimes I I think there's something about really feeling a lot of joy in knowing somebody and knowing the integrity of somebody and the relationship that we have so yeah mm. Thank you, Tracy. That really touches me. And um, oh, it brings me this sense of relaxation suddenly, as I, no I notice now that in my own body, there was this tension in my shoulders and like a little bit of a, an alarmness in my chest because I was like, oh, shit, I forgot. I forgot the... <laughs> I forgot that I wanted to start with connection and I got really excited and went straight into talking about what we're doing today and yeah there's that little jackal internally of like oh you messed it up but then I hear your voice your appreciation of of us doing this together so hearing your connection just brought me this immediate like oh it's okay I'm with Tracy mm. and it meets my need for being seen as well like this like flow and ease of connection that we have just really makes me kind of go oh it's mm. okay I can just be myself even if I don't do it in the order that I would have enjoyed <laughs> 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 yeah yeah thank you Tracy mm. Mm. okay so now mm -hmm. I'm just going to backtrack a moment and just for the listeners, give a very short recap of what we've been looking at the last few weeks. So we started off by introducing what is NVC, nonviolent communication. We were talking about Marshall Rosenberg and how he uh, created this method as a way for us to communicate through empathy. And then we, we looked at um, our intentions, like what is my intention when I go into a conversation? What is my intention behind my actions or my inactions, the things I say or I don't say? And perhaps noticing the kinds of language and behaviours that can have a tendency to block communication and wanting to see the beautiful message that's really underneath those words that we say that maybe come across as quite spiky and hard we call that jackal language um, and then we had a look last week at the beginnings of observation we started to look at that first step of what it is to observe what's happening in the body and we just touched upon the idea of transferring a uh, judgment that I have in my mind into an observation of what it is that I've actually seen or heard uh, or that I feel in my body like a sensation um, and so this week we're we're going to be talking with Tracy Tracy's going to be walking through with us about what are emotions what what is this feelings step of NVC what's the reason that we have that step 
and what does that mean for us? So, mm. Tracy, would you like to start explaining what, what feelings mean to you? In <clears throat> Yeah. Um, so, first of all, I want to say, I share that it's um, to recognise that the emotional responses and kind of almost to, although we interchange those two words, often people in training say to me, what's the difference between emotional emotions and feelings? So I also want to sort of um, say something about my, my understanding of that, I'm not saying any of this is completely right, wrong. I'm not a scientist. I'm, but, you know, it's kind of my reading and exploration of this topic yeah. <laughs> and, and learning within myself. So, um, yeah, it's essential to recognise our emotional responses. And I talk about emotional responses to situations because these responses are the flags. So it's like a flag that comes to help us to understand how we're responding to life experiences. Mm. So, you know, it's that moment and the energetic flag. So it's kind of a trigger. We have an emotional body. So the emotional body is is triggered by what we see, by what we hear, by what we sense, by what we perceive. And all of that gets triggered um, viscerally in the mm. body mm-hmm. because emotions are literally energy in motion. Mm. You know, they're emotion, they're moving energy, which is why it's so important to feel them and move them through the body and integrate them because. That's how we make sense of them in the mind. And it's not easy to make sense of them in the mind, Mm. Um, especially when we don't have that capacity. So as young children, for instance, you know, we don't have that capacity. It's like, of course, we feel. um, And all babies, we're all born. There's a lot of research to say that we're born with innate feelings, sort of core feelings, so Mm. like joy and sadness and anger and fear and disgust. These are the core emotions in that, like in that children's film, I've forgotten what it's called now, Inside Out, Inside, something like that, the children's film. (laughs) Yeah, oh, it's a great film to watch around the core emotions. And and then it's a little bit later that things like jealousy and embarrassment and pride come because, of Mm. course, they can only come when you know that you are a separate human being, that you're separate from another person. And when you're very young, you don't even know that. You don't even know that, you know, your arm is separate from the, the world. You are just this entity. And so, but as you come into contact with others, of course, you have other feelings that bring out, um, yeah, pride, embarrassment, mm. shame, those kind of feelings. Mm. So emotions and feelings uh, as I understand it, is the awareness of this mind's energy. So it's when we start to put um, a label, you know, we start to, to name these feelings and we can articulate that. And that comes from a very different part of our brain, comes from the cortex, you know, where we've got language. And that helps us integrate and make sense of these emotions. Mm. So... Um, yeah, so in MVC, we develop that emotional vocabulary and, and we have the beauty, I guess, of, the, uh, of really expanding our emotional intellect so that anger becomes all different shades and textures from mild irritation and annoyance and frustration to full-blown rage or outrage. You know, we understand that there's this big continuum and... Joy might have things like feeling amused or delighted or glad or happy mm. or jubilant or tickled, but it's all coming like an explosion from joy. You know, we start to have that repertoire, like lots of different colours and nuances that live within us and, and gives us that broad vocabulary to start to understand ourselves and each other. Yeah. So is it, yeah. is it in a sense a way to help us describe all of the different nuances and colours and experiences of the emotions that are going on inside us so mm. that we can further understand what's happening for us in our, in, internally and also be able mm. to express that to people so that we can get closer to connection in some way? Yeah. Like the, the richer my 
vocabulary and understanding of that vocabulary. So Mm -hmm. it's not just words. It's like, what are those things that I'm describing? Mm -hmm. Then the more I have a chance of of finding connection inwardly and and outwardly. I wonder if that resonates at all. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. When we can do that. Yeah. But I think what's difficult and what Marshall taught and lots of people have taught, I was uh, listening to Ken Robinson, who does the talk on education, you know, is that we live in a society where um, feelings are often, you know, repressed. There are those that you can express and there are those that you can't express. And we kind of grow up like that, Mm -hmm. you know, so unless we're really lucky and we're in situations unfortunate where people can hold all different kinds of emotions and model how to Mm. show those Mm. in ways and express those. Mm -hmm. But I think mostly we've been in quite emotionally illiterate society, you know, where where we, and so we learn to repress our emotions and bury those emotions and take drugs and drink and buy loads of shopping and feed ourselves and, you know, do all that (laughs) stuff to numb the emotions. So, so when we start to begin to um, practice MVC, you know, what I find as a trainer is some people, lots of people find it very difficult to express how they feel. Yeah. They start with just beginning to get in touch with the sensations in the body or to to speak out their thinking. And then we start to tune in. And and it's very difficult. And sometimes it's just too enormous and too painful for people to start feeling. I, I so appreciate that you bring up this point, Tracy. It like really relaxes me to hear that because I know that for I know that there are people out there that might be listening and might might possibly have this jackal inwardly towards themselves that says, There's something mm-hmm. wrong with me. I yeah. don't know how to access my emotions. I don't know how to describe them. Or mm-hmm. this isn't yeah. for me, this process, because I have no idea how to say what mm-hmm. I'm feeling. And so that really, mm. it's it's really important to be like to 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 state at this moment that like of course it's really difficult because that's the society that we've grown grown up in that we that's the way we've been educated. Absolutely. It's what's been encouraged in the yeah. world around us, and so mm. there's nothing wrong with you if that's your experience. Yeah. Nothing yeah. wrong with you whatsoever. Not at all. And I, and I think, and it's little by little as well to come into this place yeah. of beginning to feel, beginning to come alive, mm-hmm. you know, because when we can really feel the fullness, we come into a full aliveness. But, yeah, if we've got buried grief, it's painful. Yeah. If we've got buried rage, it's even more scary. Yeah. And, I mean, I feel really passionate about people working with emotions like mm-hmm. us, like trainers, like people that work with embodiment work, that we really need to have an awareness of trauma awareness. Yes. It's very important. Absolutely. And, and containing and creating spaces that are as safe as we can do and having, you know, people give you know permission for certain things and having lots of choice and freedom to move in and out of exercises as they want to because we're beginning to step into this waking up this aliveness Mm -hmm. you know that may have may be extremely difficult and to respect and to honor that yeah it's so important I mean you know I think for me as a child who had very bottled up emotions because I lost a father, you know, when I was 11, I I had no idea it was coming out in all sorts of ways, Mm -hmm. you know. I could never have described how I felt. It wasn't until I went into a therapy session when I was, I think, about 28 years old where I started to really process that and roar and wail and have rage and, you know, all sorts of things. Yeah, so were you saying, Tracy, that it's like not until you came across this kind of work that you began to to learn how to do that, how to articulate your feelings and get in touch even with, with the world of emotions and what's happening inside Well, you? I think, I mean, it's interesting because I think as a family, and I was brought up in a Mediterranean, my mum was Italian, so I mean, we were quite fiery and say it as it is, and there was quite a lot of emotion, yeah. you know, <laughs> And affection and a very emotionally 
<laughs> we could express. However, I think there was still not really, you know, there wasn't a move into articulating that in a way without slamming doors or flinging yes. myself on a bed or, you know, <laughs> beginning to, yeah, how to really take responsibility as well for your yeah. emotional and this is the other stage we go through. You know, we're educated into, well, it's your fault I feel that way. Yes. Absolutely. You're responsible for my feelings. And in yeah. MVC, of course, we shift from that awareness. We shift that from that place into actually I'm responsible for the way that I feel mm. because that happened and I feel this way about it. Yeah. You know, and it's like, so, okay, and why do I feel this way? Mm -hmm. Because I'm longing for this. So it's it's feelings are, are the key that liberate us, mm -hmm. you know. They really start to um, bring us into a full aliveness and a full responsibility for our emotional life. And, um, I, and I wonder if, Tracy, would you be willing to just say something about responsibility? Because I know that I long for reassurance around the fact that, like, okay, if someone rapes me or if yeah. someone hits me, it's not that, like, I'm saying oh, that's okay what they did. It's my fault that I feel this way. Yeah, it's really, you know, it really touches me and um, I'm concerned when somebody has, has been harmed or injured in such a way um, that it's so incredibly painful for them. Yeah. And they have suffered significant harm because of the actions of another person. And then we... It's almost like if you're, you know, let me see, it's like have the audacity, it feels like, to say I'm responsible for how I feel or, you know, <laughs> and it sounds completely and absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very, um, all I can say is I feel very touched and pained to even imagine how that might be to receive that mm -hmm. when you are living that pain, living with that pain. Yeah. Presently. Yeah. Yeah, and you were also saying to me at another point, Tracy, that it's like also how can we really be there in support of that person who's going through that pain and really hear them and really listen to them and really... Mm -hmm support them in that pain so mm -hmm. it's like through this process we're not just saying yeah. like okay you have experienced that they're your emotions you deal with them mm -hmm. it's like no these are your emotions let's look at them at them let's absolutely, absolutely be with them let's mm -hmm. hear them and also an opportunity i mean i think that's the joy of nbc we're not saying you know <clears throat> stop all those thoughts that you have about someone no is let's hear them yeah let's hear them absolutely let's really hear them and let let's them, get all them all out and yeah. let's yeah let's absolutely um hear what is coming up for you around that and let's tune into how how that is when you how you feel yeah what happened because that takes you to deeper deeper levels of just how significant this experience was for you in your yeah. life and i think this what we're discussing now i never actually anticipated yeah even even what we just talked about is yeah. a very um yeah um a humbling kind of teaching in a way because it's um for us to just be with that, you know, to be with what we're sharing is around, of course, is because the essence, it's non-violent. Yeah. So actually what we're practising is non-harming, yes. you know, with, always with an intention of non-harming yeah. and not ourselves and not others. Yeah. And I think that's important in the context of, yeah, discussing emotions, feelings and the actions that are um, motivated by those feelings. And, of course, the difference with NBC is we slow the whole process down to mm -hmm. feel enough and come into the emotional body and out of our judgmental thinking. Why? So that we can connect to our longings, so that mm -hmm. we can connect to our needs and then make those requests and take that action. Yes, yeah. that's the essence of what, what it's all about, isn't it? It's like, mm -hmm. how can I slow it all down so that mm -hmm. I can really get to 
that core of what's happening for me and then move much closer towards connection with myself and with the other person mm -hmm. and finding ways where we all feel like our needs are met mm. rather than one person needing to let go of theirs for the other or mm. which is what we would then label as violence yeah yeah and i think it's like some of these terms like we like we use in terms of uh you know i've been abused or mm -hmm. the abuser it's kind of it's not it's not saying those are wrong at all yeah i mean absolutely. we're saying that actually we label this behavior but actually behind that behavior is how are you feeling so that yeah. you can really connect to i was absolutely terrified yeah i was really scared uh, and that helps us to really begin to integrate and heal and process that. Yeah, yes. Because and, and it takes us out of that, you know, feeling disempowered to feeling yes, empowered. Yes, yes. That, that really touched me there, Tracy, because it's like if I say, if I simply say I was abused by this person, yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not expressing the fullness of my personal experience. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I'm talking about the other person yeah. and, how, and what I see their actions to be. It's like a, how I analyse their actions, but I'm not expressing what happened for me. Mm. And from what I'm hearing about, what I'm hearing you say there is that if I get to express what happened for me, then I move a step closer towards healing that or mm. feeling more empowered by understanding what's going on for me because mm. then I understand what is it that I do want instead mm. of the thing that happened which is what I don't yeah. want and to connect more to the pain of that yeah. because to move through that we need to move through that it's like yeah. we said energy you know emotion is energy and it gets blocked in the body and it can cause all sorts of tensions mm. and illness and so we move through it and it is painful those yeah. kind of feelings are incredibly painful yeah um, yeah. And there are also wonderful feelings that are incredibly joyous. Yeah. And it's kind of, I want to say, one thing I've learned, I remember at one training years and years ago, somebody said something like, and there are just feelings and there are just needs. Yeah. They're not good or bad feelings. Yes. So resonate with that. Yeah. And, on, and I just want to say one sentence of that. I've recently experienced such a deep 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 grief of losing my dear auntie and mm. having a miscarriage at the same time at the exact same moment and oh. and yeah it was so hard to be with this grief and when mm. I really sat with the grief and I mm. really experienced it I was met with love and grief at the same time because love mm. is connected to grief and pain is connected to love and joy and they all of the painful things that I experience are connected to the beautiful things that I experience mm. and so now I don't see emotions as good or bad I see them as maybe harder and easier to be with mm. but the harder ones quite often bring me to that space of aliveness and and like growth mm. and afterwards after I fully stayed in that emotion wow like the world is my oyster now i feel so much yeah. more available to life because i've allowed my body to sit and be with that emotion in a very mm. yeah scary very scary it's, yeah but very fulfilling mm. yeah absolutely it's like yeah a kind of and again it seems like quite a controversial thing to say but it's like there's a sweetness and like you're yes. saying Along with that, I can remember that so much, being with such grief over the death of my mother and my brother, you know, but really knowing how to feel that despair. Yeah. And at the same time, like you're saying, having that incredible sense of love, you yeah. know, and sweetness and, and presence, like grace almost, you know, alongside it, with it, all, all intermingled. Together, and, yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, we accompany being able to accompany each other on those journeys because of course you know I'm sure maybe some people listening will be in very painful places where it, it might be how the hell do I even begin to feel that yes I feel outraged at you I can't feel you know I don't I just feel 
you know, <laughs> rage or, Pissed or off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Listen to you two. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah. And little by little and, and accompanying and um, each other, it's, it's very important on this journey. Yeah. Accompaniment. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tracy. Mm. I'm feeling so inspired and so like, oh, let's talk about accompaniment now. And I'm thinking, I'm wondering, I'm thinking it could be really nourishing for the listeners if maybe we could touch upon a practice together uh, or mm. start looking at the theory of feelings in NVC and just in a small way for today. Mm. And you, we were talking about maybe looking at pseudo feelings versus feelings is that something that you'd like to talk about now or would you like to try something else yeah well I think so because we have touched yeah, on it and I think it is important to well hopefully it gives um if we if we do that little practice you can feel it you know you can feel the distinction between is it a thought or is it a feeling and the benefit of that how that lands in the body Okay, so Tracy, how about we start to touch upon the theory a little bit more in NVC around feelings and maybe do a little practice together for the mm. listeners? Yeah, so what I thought we could do is, because we've been talking in a way about mixing thinking and feelings, I hope I've been clear about that. We've said something about that in terms of, you know, thinking about what other people are doing or to us as as and expressing that as a feeling so um it's sometimes we say i feel and it is a thought so we might be saying something like i feel like you don't care yeah often it will follow <laughs> things like that i feel like you don't want to be with me yeah or i feel like I you feel don't like, listen <laughs> i feel like you don't listen i feel like you don't like me yeah so and just hearing those statements i feel like you don't value me you know, mm. is like, it's not a, it's not a feeling. It's almost beginning to be aware of, am I expressing my thought? Or am I expressing my feelings? So, yeah. so I feel abandoned. Is it thinking or feeling? Oh, but you know, I'm just expressing how I feel. <laughs> Tracy, that is how I feel. I feel like you abandoned me. Mm -hmm. So are you feeling... Are you feeling lonely? Yeah, and also I'm feeling really hurt mm. and scared, totally scared. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, so just sensing that, Emma, when you, when we talk like this, can you sense the difference of it dropping into your body as you express the feeling? Yeah, and immediately when I said that I'm feeling scared, I noticed that it was like, oh my, it's like almost like a vibration. Actually, I realized it's not scared, it's worried. I'm like worried. It's like, where is she? She's mm. abandoned me is really actually I'm worried. What's happening? What's going on? Will mm. they come back? I'm telling myself, I'm telling myself you've left me. I'm telling, I'm telling myself. myself you've left yeah. me. Yeah. And but, but and the feeling is I'm yes. worried. I'm yes. scared. Yeah, and it yeah. really helps to say that I'm telling myself. Because then mm. I don't ignore the thought. Mm. I just notice it as a thought. So I'm noticing mm. that my mind is saying that and then I'm mm. recognizing that actually my body is really worried and scared and Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah and if I keep saying oh I'm you know I've been abandoned I've been abandoned I've been abandoned it kind of keeps me in a bit of a loop you know I'm not I'm confused I'm confused yeah. I'm overwhelmed as soon as I breathe into my body and I start to be able to connect I'm worried I'm feeling scared right now you know what do I need takes me to a different place. Mm. 
of again taking responsibility I don't like that word but I'm using yeah. it it's kind of owning owning my feelings yeah, owning, owning my feelings so that I can take care of what it is that I'm needing and take yeah. some action and that gives me the clarity yeah because if I don't then if I don't own and look at my own emotions what's happening in my body rather yeah. than what it is that you did then I don't get the chance to see what's alive in me. I don't get the no. chance to go deeply within and be the self-accompaniment that I, maybe exactly. I'm missing in this one. Maybe in abandonment, I'm, I'm missing that sense of being accompanied through something. Maybe I'm mm. missing that sense of togetherness or like, you know, consideration or care. Mm. But if I can't look within, if I don't get a chance to look at what I'm feeling, mm. then how how can I even connect with what it is that I'm wanting there? That's how I'm, I'm yeah. imagining yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not where I cannot make sense of no, it. Because I'm stuck yeah. in this kind of loop, loop yeah. aren't I, of, yeah. Or my body goes into complete sort of trauma and again, that, so either I get stuck in the thinking loop mm -hmm. or my body reacts in such a way that it goes into overwhelm or freeze mm. or shutdown. Yeah. And again, I'm not able to feel because I numb out. Yeah, and that's just the body's like survival response. You exactly. know, like we're It's just... a wonderful way of protecting Yeah, you. yeah. 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 Yeah, so in order to truly feel, we need to have a sense of safety, actually, within ourselves, not to go into the fight, flight or freeze. Mm -hmm. It's important that we have some sort of sense of safety. But it's even a safe place to go to my body. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. feel. To even feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is why we go back to sort of doing this emotional work and being together in, in these kind of beginning to step into that. How important that is for children. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, this is the key, isn't it? You know, how important this is for children growing up to have a sense of safety, yeah. knowing that it's okay to feel, it's okay to express themselves and somebody will be there. Yeah. Because if, if they don't get that, then it manifests in adult life as I don't want to go there on my own I don't know yeah, how to yeah. connect and then like if if we if we receive that accompaniment as a child yeah then as an adult we're naturally already more well equipped if we didn't receive it as a child then it's it's it just means it's a little bit more difficult it might take a bit more time to develop yeah. that trust again and to find yeah. ways to get that accompaniment Mm. I mean, the amazing, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful thing about this work, you know as well as yes. I do, after years and years of doing this and working with thousands of people, mm -hmm. I know it's possible for us to develop emotionally. Absolutely. It's totally possible totally. for us to change and integrate and be able to express ourselves mm -hmm. and find a place of inner peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and we can support each other with that. Because our brains are so elastic you yeah, know, they yeah, so have they that are. ability for change. It's just yeah. around having that, yeah, that safe container yeah. to do that in. Yeah, and that happens within the context of building that trust, building that sense of being seen and, you know, where I can begin to explore this stuff mm. and I can be held and you can be held and, and gradually begin to express that in whatever way. And maybe it begins with an expression of a feeling, like we said, sort of right at the beginning, very small, just kind of a, oh, there's a tension in my chest. Yeah. Oh, there's a, a kind of movement in my gut. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. And from there, we begin to start to get to know ourselves and tune in and connect and and care about ourselves that it's okay that wow i'm expressing this and it's yeah self-connection and that starts to build that sense of safety from yeah. within and also yeah. when we practice with other people that gives us uh, a mm. real opportunity to start building that sense of safety because if another person is yeah. watching or witnessing me as i go through this there's this sense of being held this sense of care, this like, I'm not alone. 
there's someone mm. else who's also interested who wants to know how I feel mm. yeah and so that's why I find these like coming to a workshop of something mm. like nonviolent communication is so so valuable because there is that intention of doing this together of yes. of, yeah. of of accompanying each other really falling into that place of like seeing the real beauty in each other's pain mm. in each other's mm. expression and that is like i i know that i before I actually did any of this work in workshops, I listened to lots of podcasts mm -hmm. and things and it really filled my mind with wonderment and inspiration. But until I actually did it in person or in yeah. an online community group, mm -hmm. it's very hard because I, I really need to have that sense of someone else sees me going through this. Someone else is, is also, I have that shared experience like, oh, you also have those emotions too. Mm. Okay, all right, I'm not alone <laughs> in my insecurity or in my anger. And it's like, oh, it's safe for me to feel those things because yeah. I see you experiencing mm. it as well. And that's another piece, isn't it, Emma? Actually, it's like, this is what we, again, because we all feel these feelings. Yeah. No matter where we come from, no matter what language we speak, no matter what country we live in or what we believe, we are human and we all have these feelings, mm -hmm. no matter what age we are. Mm -hmm. We do. And that's where we meet, when we start to appreciate that. And when I know what that feels like for me, I can get, a, I get more sensitivity of what it's like for you. And that means that I, can, I care for you more. I, I have empathy then. Yes. <laughs> but if we block off these feelings, it's very difficult to come from a place of genuine empathy and compassion. Yeah, yeah. It's not going to happen, you know. Yes. So I do it mechanically in my head instead of yeah. in my whole being. Mm -hmm. And we need this in this. You know, why do we do this? Why do we want to free up our emotional life so that we have the richness where we can connect with each other at home, in our relationships, with our children, in our workplaces. It's so important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I just, I just think back to the moments in my life before I met this culture of empathy and I just remember feeling so alone internally in so many ways. And I was still this extroverted personality and character but I recognized mm. that there were so many parts of me that were really longing for this depth of, of connection mm. and understanding each other and meeting human beings in this beautiful place, this beautiful emotional world of connection mm. and growth and exploring and getting messy together. And, <laughs> and now I'm like, I have to say, I feel almost like I'm addicted to it. In a, in, and I don't want to call it good or bad or addicted mm. it's just it's so nourishing for me mm. it's so nourishing for me every time someone shares where they are no matter mm. what those emotions are it's like oh like I feel I feel more grounded more here more alert more alive and it's a gift to receive that from someone else I think that's mm. also a concept that's really strange sometimes to grasp that it can be a gift for you to hear my emotions? What? <laughs> yeah. I'm, actually, I'm, I'll just say one piece of that because I love that you shared that because it came, I, it came up actually in my group the other day. You know, some people talk about empathy as in a negative way. Oh. You get burnt out and you dry, you know, it's oh, like yeah. it's raining. Well, of course you do if you're not connected to your own feelings Absolutely. and you're not actually able to, you know, meet your own needs and, yeah. and really stay in that place and know that you are a separate being from this other person. Yes. I yes. am not losing myself in you when oh. I'm empathising. I, I am alongside you. Yes. And that's not draining. Yeah. That's nourishing, like yeah. you say. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a, that energy of connection. I think Marshall gave that a name. I can't ever remember what it is. No, but, neither can I, but yeah. Uh, but it's, you know, that energy of, yeah, it's aliveness. It's aliveness, and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Tracy, I'm so fulfilled Ooh. right now. <laughs> So um, 
I really love it when we have a little tiny activity for people to try out at home just to get a bit of practice. And I'm wondering if you have something for us that people can do at home in their notebooks with themselves, just as a little way of practicing this sense of checking whether something is a thought or a feeling. Mm. Yeah, so so what I'm going to do is choose, I'll just speak about one and then I'll mention a few others, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling left out. Is it a thought or is it a feeling? Mm. So I check in with myself. I'm feeling left out. Becomes I'm feeling annoyed. Mm. Because I want to be heard. So when I say I feel smothered, is it a thought or is it a feeling? Mm -hmm. So check in with yourselves. How do you feel? When I say I feel tricked, is it a thought or is it a feeling? When I say I feel scared, is it a thought or is it a feeling? When I say I feel joy, is it a thought or is it a feeling? When I say I feel unseen, is it a thought or a feeling? When I say I feel peaceful, is it a thought or is it a feeling? And when I say I feel playful, is it a thought or is it a feeling? Fantastic. So as an activity at home, really inviting you to have another listen and write down those words and just check in with yourself. Is it a thought or a feeling? Those sentences that Tracy just said. And if you'd like to interact with us, then you can actually comment on the podcast in the notes section. You can comment and share what you found out about those, those sentences for yourself mm. as a way of practicing. For the statements that don't express feelings or you don't think they express feelings, if you use these sentences to express the true, you'll be, you know, this will help you express the true feelings that are felt. So if you say, when I think I am smothered, for instance, I feel, or when I think I am, I feel Mm-hmm. Or when I tell myself that I am, I feel. Mm-hmm. So I hope that will help a little bit. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And I, fi- I, find, I find for me personally that when I tell myself, really, mm, really helpful. It really helps me to check in. It's like, so when I tell myself that I'm manipulated, yeah, that I feel manipulated. Mm. So what is it that I'm feeling underneath that? Mm. then I can really check like what's going on what's actually going on so thank you for for offering those as a way to to check in all right so Tracy just as a way for us to finish off this wonderful session we've just had about feelings I thought we could have a little closing on how we're feeling in this moment or how we're feeling about life during the pandemic that was something you were mentioning could be interesting to talk about. So just for a couple of minutes each, just sharing how we're feeling in this moment and how we're feeling in the world right now. 
how would that be for you? Mm. Yeah. Mm. How are you feeling, Tracy? <sighs> I've kind of got two things going on because it's how I'm feeling in this moment right now, mm -hmm. right in this moment now. And um, I think there's a little bit of relief that we've come, we've closed, we're closing. And gratitude and joy for the um, ease and uh, our relationship, the fun, the kind of playfulness as well as seriousness. So some ease and, yeah, celebration for that. And then if I now take time to tune into how I'm feeling about the current situation that we're in, the pandemic, period, this lockdown, and I feel very sad thinking about people, um, some people who are really struggling in overcrowded conditions and without enough food or or living in situations where they're not um, having their needs met in a way that's giving them joy. Mm. Um, I feel grateful that I am in a house where I have enough food and, and warmth and shelter. I feel a little lonely. Um, because I'm longing to see my family and my friends in the physical form and hang out in the garden and play music and sing. Yeah. And, oh. and I also feel curiosity and some excitement about the level of creativity that I've been engaged with with so many people and... Um, hmm. And I think I could say a whole load more, but I'll stop there. I'll just, I'll, I'll stop there for a moment. Yeah, that's enough for now. Thank you so much, Tracy, for sharing. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. When I check in with myself how I'm feeling in this moment, um... Yeah, I noticed that there's like this tingling energy on my skin, around my arms and on my hands. That my heart isn't beating really fast, but a little bit faster than regular. And um, I noticed there's a, a tiny bit of um, worry around like, Am I being clear in the way that I'm speaking <laughs> or guiding this as the interviewer? Um, yeah, like a little confusion of what is that role and do I even want to have that role? <laughs> um, so much, so much gratitude for the fact that you agreed to do this session with me because it's just been so yeah another feeling is suddenly like so inspiring so full of like joyfulness and like connection because I love talking about these things with someone who is also speaking to me with this sense of like interest together that's what I'm telling myself that we both have this sense of interest together and it touched me when you said that word seriousness and also fun it's like yeah we're we're really taking this seriously and we're having fun with it. So I really, really, really feel like at ease with how we spoke together. And there's like a little desire for more <laughs> at another time to do this again. And when I check in with myself about the pandemic, pandemic, 
I notice there's a lot of confusion in me. It's like I don't know how to be with the feelings that come up because in the one hand I'm like really grateful for where I am. I'm on this island, it's beautiful, I get to go to the sea. The lockdown is finished almost over here and I'm starting to see people again. So there's real gratitude, like thank you, thank you, thank you that I'm here. And then the confusion comes in because then I'm like, but I know it's not like that in the rest of the world. And like, how can I be happy in my gratitude and also be with just like the horror of what's happening for so many other people? Mm. So it's like I'm confused about how to hold the two together because what's mostly alive for me in this moment, if I'm honest, is my gratitude for where I am at the moment. After such a traumatic period in my own life, I'm like, this is just what I need <laughs> to be on this island and to rest. Mm. And I feel maybe a bit of guilt that I'm not having the chance to tap in as much to how intensely difficult this is for other people. Yeah, mm. There's like a jackal thought that I should be constantly checking in. I'm not checking the news. I'm not looking at that stuff. And I feel very vulnerable sharing that on a podcast where people can hear me. I have mm. this fear of being judged as not caring enough. Mm. Yeah. So that's where I'll leave it as well for my feelings about the pandemic and feelings about today. And I just mm. want to say thank you so much, Tracy, for taking the time out of what I know is a busy schedule for you with the workshops you're running online. And I wonder if you'd be up for sharing a little bit about how people can get in contact with you after they've heard you speak, or maybe there's something you've got coming up that they can join if they'd like to learn more about NVC through you. Yeah. Um, the best way is to take a look at my website, mm -hmm. which is www.tracyseed.com. Um, I think the main, yeah, the main event that I've got coming up is another foundation course online. Mm -hmm. And yes. so you can do a six-session um, foundation training with me online all work one-to-one -one. Mm -hmm. and yeah they're the main things that I'm offering at the moment to individuals and the general public yeah brilliant and that's really fantastic that um, you're offering a foundation course quite soon because if anyone's mm -hmm. listening to this and they want to go a bit deeper then that's a great mm -hmm. way they can contact you and and start going a bit deeper into what uh, compassionate non-violent communication means Mm. And um, I'm going to be putting a link to that at the bottom of the podcast in the new in the feed, so people can check that out, and also on any Facebook posts, so you can check Tracy's work. Thank you, Tracy. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious how the show has been for you and I'm super excited to receive any feedback, any requests you might have or any questions regarding NVC and the topics that we will be covering in our future podcasts. If you are an NVC practitioner and you would enjoy talk taking part on one of these shows in the future, then please contact me via email at emma.empathart at gmail.com or you can find me on Facebook via my practice group page, where you can also find other videos and links, support materials and a space to practice your skills with like-minded people. Heart to Heart Communication NVC Group on Facebook. Or you can check out my website www.empathart.com for more information about past and future workshops as well as one-to-one -one empathy sessions and more. I really appreciate the time that you have taken to listen to this podcast. 
and I'm already feeling excited and a little nervous to read your comments and connect with you further between now and our next session together. Thank you for joining me.